When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Victoria Scholar, Head of Investment at Interactive Invest. And we, today we're going to talk about um, oil, aren't we, specifically? And of course, for people, that really yeah. means petrol at the Mm. our end so what's been happening we've had OPEC who really is not perhaps doing the West any favours that's right we've seen a big increase in oil prices in recent days it's up by more than eight percent for Brent crude which is the global benchmark over the last five days Um, we saw that OPEC plus which is the uh, cartel of uh, oil producing exporting countries including Saudi Arabia and Russia agreed to slash their oil output by 2 million barrels per day, which is quite a significant amount, uh, sort of pulling a lot of supply off the market, which in turn has pushed prices higher. And this is essentially because oil has been in a downtrend since June. We've seen four consecutive months of declines and a 25% slump in the price, which doesn't do those exporting nations any favour. But this is squarely at odds with what the West wants, the likes of the United States, the UK and other economies that that are struggling with inflation. And of course, high oil prices have been been a big contributor to that this year. We know that there was a huge surge in the oil price in the first half of the year after the war in Ukraine began. Uh, But now that it's pulled back, that does ease some of those inflationary pressures. But OPEC are very determined to push prices back northwards in the opposite direction. So there's a bit of tug of war going on. Um, and not really much that we can do. I mean, the United States is practically self-sufficient in energy um, now, isn't it? Yeah. But for, uh, for other nations, of course, the problem is, as you know, well, we thought the UK was heading into recession. Technically, it's not in recession, but clearly higher energy costs are the sort of thing that's going to produce extra uh, difficulties, both for businesses and for um, households, isn't it? So the economy presumably will suffer as a result. Yeah, I mean, oil prices are a major contributor to inflation and they are a major input cost for many businesses uh, across the economy. If you think of airlines, any travel businesses, um, but many, many businesses beyond that. And of course, us at home with our cars, the price of oil has a big impact on the cost of diesel and petrol at the forecourts. And the RAC has actually warned this week that as a result of OPEC, Um, cutting back on its output this is likely to result in a higher price um, of petrol and diesel at the forecourts but it really depends on to what extent um, those forecourts do actually pass on those additional costs to consumers or whether they decide to uh, take them on themselves yeah, because we had been hearing anyway that the supermarkets in particular have not been actually passing some of the decrease in prices onto consumers. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been finding that in- independent garages were actually much cheaper than the supermarkets. 
Yeah, and that's something that the RAC has actually called out a lot of um, the supermarkets on is the fact that when prices uh, go up, they're very swift to raise prices at the pump. But when oil prices come down, we don't necessarily see that reflected in terms of the consumer price um, as quickly. Uh, so there has been an attempted crackdown on that, but whether or not it actually happens um, is kind of unclear. Have a quick pause for breath. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. So you want to talk, I think, now about um, Goldman Sachs um, uh, because they're now suddenly bullish of, uh, of uh, oil again. Yeah, well, it's just an interesting uh, sort of analyst upgrade that we had from Goldman Sachs today that it's actually turned more bullish on oil after this OPEC announcement, which is interesting, given the downtrend that we've seen for the oil price in recent months. But I think the suggestion is that um, the break even price for Saudi Arabia, at least according to the IMF, was estimated earlier this year to be just shy of $80 a barrel. So the expectation is that OPEC plus is likely to intervene and remove supply from the markets and prop up prices if we do see a further downtrend and decline in the oil price. And that's led Goldman Sachs to be rather more bullish on the outlook for prices because of that intervention and support from the cartel. Now, fundamentally, um, it feels as though there's likely to be less demand for oil going forward because, of course, we know that the global economy is slowing, in particular China, which is a huge importer of oil. Um, so with a weakening demand, you'd expect that prices were to decline with everything else being equal. Mm. But given that support in OPEC, Goldman Sachs sees that as the prevailing force and that actually there could be upside for here from oil reversing some of the recent declines. We've already started to see that reflected in the price in recent sessions. So what's it mean for some of the oil um, majors in particular? Because I know a lot of private investors um, like the, the oil giant Shell and BP because they, apart from anything else, they tend to give a, a pretty impressive dividend. That's right. And not just dividend gains, but also actually share price gains have been extremely impressive amid the sort of equity market turmoil that we've seen this year. Shell is one of the outstanding winners. It's up by about 40% year to date, and it's propped up the FTSE 100. The sector has uh, alleviated the FTSE 100 from suffering much deeper losses. Um, but actually, we had an update from Shell just this morning, and it warned that third quarter prof profits could suffer because of a slump in uh, refining margins, chemical margins, and a decline in gas trading. Uh, so that's likely to impact its uh, third quarter result. Remember that uh, Shell scored uh, record profits in the first and second quarter. So a really, really strong performance uh, driven by uh, the surge in underlying oil and gas prices following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, of course. The third quarter looks like it could be a bit more difficult, but Shell and BP are highly correlated with the oil price. So if Goldman Sachs is right and we do start to see more bullishness come through for oil, that could help the likes of BP and Shell. 
So what's your outlook then for global growth? Do you, do, is this going to harm us going forward if, if this cutting output sticks? Well, obviously, global growth is an extremely important factor when we're trying to figure out the trajectory for the oil price because it is an indicator of the strength of demand from some of the biggest countries like the United States and China and others. And it does feel as though there are increasing calls for the possibility of a global recession. It looks like um, the US is starting to slow down. We had some disappointing jobs figures just this week, and we have that non-farm payrolls job report on Friday. So that will be very much front and centre for investors. Uh, We know that the UK is sort of teetering on the brink of recession. And the alarming part in terms of the forecast, at least from the Bank of England, is that it's looking at the possibility of a prolonged recession. So one that could endure from the final quarter of of this year throughout the whole of next year as well. And we know that the Eurozone is slowing down as well, particularly with um, its struggles with the gas market. So there are serious concerns about the outlook for global growth, and that could potentially weigh on oil demand. Thank you very much indeed, Victoria. That's Victoria Scholar, Head of Investment at Interactive Investor. That's it for the Financial Outlook for personal investors for now. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.